Saturday, and welcome to Her Future Boy. If you enjoy all things equine, you know this is the place to be. We're rekindling America's love affair with the horse one Saturday at a time. I'm your host, Lori Richliano, along with my husband and co-host, Victor Richliano. For the next hour, we're going to be talking horse, which you all know is my most favorite subject in the world. So saddle up, sit back, and relax. We have a most excellent show planned for you. You know, Lori, it has been one heck of a week. You know, it's been like one heck of like last three weeks. Oh, it's been it's been crazy. But you know, before we get into the week, I gotta let all the listeners know that the show is sponsored by Healing Arts Chiropractic in Wapaton, North Dakota. And I've definitely needed his services. Yes, this week. but you haven't had a chance to go and see him because you've been too busy. I know. I and that know. that would be Dr. Garrett Schwinghammer, mm-hmm. and they're located at seven zero nine Dakota Avenue, Suite B, in Wapaton, North Dakota. And you can reach them at 701-591-2727. I tell you, I do need the services. (laughs) It's been that type of week. I think we can all use the services this week. Yes, chiropractic is wonderful because it helps to heal heal your body within. Right. And I definitely have done a lot of uh, pressure on myself. I've been literally sleeping on the floor for the past week. I know, week. I know. And I mean, you haven't even had a chance to get out and use that new round pen that uh, Healing Arts <sighs> no, Chiropractic I'm watching donated. Every, I'm watching everyone else use Everybody it. else is getting to play yeah, with it they and use like it, it, but you're not getting a chance to no, mess with it. No, I've, I've been in my own sort of round pen. I've been queening out cats. I know, I know. You had you started out well. Missy's litter is getting bigger, fat, yes, fluffy. We prefer what, to call it fluffy. The fluffy. What's the chunky one that's in there? That's bear. Bear. Oh my God, is he huge? He's like, he's like ten ounces. I know. He is just amazingly huge. He's he's he's, he's adorable. He's his new family is all excited for him. You know, of course they won't pick him up until he's like seventeen weeks. So we've got like we've got plenty of time. Oh to yeah, enjoy we got plenty him. of time, and he's just going to get bigger and bigger each week. He's adorable. He's absolutely adorable. Um, Missy's litter is doing wonderful. Uh, Missy, of course, is the consummate queen. She's oh, yeah. perfect. And she ended up with four babies. Four babies. Really pretty. And I understand that they're all spoken for. Yes, they're all spoken for already. <laughs> I know. Seriously. No, Missy's and they're barely ch- a week old. Oh, uh, yeah. Missy's children are usually reserved before right. they were born. Well, and then you had a new queen, Maxine. Maxine. I love Maxine. Maxine is my black show cat. She's my young queen. She was a multi-champion as a young cat. And then, of course, the COVID took over, and that means that she had to put her show lifestyle on hold. Right, because you haven't been able to go to a single cat show. No. Of course, we haven't been able to go to any horse shows either. No, I know. Finally, they're starting to open up with some barrel shows, with some barrel runs, which has been nice. But it's been few and far between. Right. And we are looking forward to seeing some more shows open up, which is good. Let's keep everything with your social distancing (laughs) so we can continue to do that. But you know, it's like the Old West out there when you're riding because you got your mask on. Yeah. You know what? Every time I I got my cowboy hat, I got my bandana tied around my head, and I just need my six guns. Yes. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is I saw one of those memes the other day. Right. With um, a guy running out of his car going, dang, I forgot my mask. It's like, you know, it's it's like it's like you're a superhero and you forgot your right, mask. you forgot your mask. You got to go back and get it. I did it. that earlier this week. I'm like, dang. And I go have to run back to the, to throw my mask back on. I know. I know. Well, my problem is I keep breaking the little ear loops. You're the one who does that. Yes. Those are the ones that you find on the floor of the car with one ear loop broken. I wondered who was I've started that. wearing two now. Two ear loops? Or no, two, two masks, because I'll break the left ear loop and then on one and the right ear loop on the other. Seriously? And so I just wear two of them and stretch them across. Well, that's unique. Yeah, it works. Well, it's also double protection. Yeah, well, you know, the problem is with those masks on is that 
my glasses fog up. I know. I hate that. And it's so hard to see what you're doing. Well, speaking about glasses fogging up, I'm wearing a mask. That's what was happening this week because we had to go into emergency C-section with Maxine. Right. So Maxine was having a little difficulty with her birth. She had one beautiful kitten and then she just kind of lingered. So yeah. off we go running off to Dakota Vet again. And dear Sarah, poor Sarah. <laughs> Sarah's got to be... She's got to be getting tired of hearing from you. Sarah's her tired. Her Dr. Brewer. Yeah, I know. Alyssa was just fantastic. So I'm like... All right, let's take a look at the ultrasound and the and the x-ray again. And dang, if a kitten hadn't decided to get his shoulders caught. Yeah. I'm like, seriously. So we went into this emergency surgery. Um, perfect. Came out great. We got babies. We've got four total. Right. So You have one big red baby. He's not going to be red. He's red now. He's red now. So I'm calling him the big red baby. I know. He's going to be a seal point. He's going to look like a Siamese. I know, because you worry about those big red babies. I know. Sophia gave you a lot of big red babies one year. She did. She gave me a lot. But, you know, it's funny. A lot of people do like those big red babies. That's true. That's true. And babies are all doing well. They're doing really well. I'm starting to catch up a little bit on sleep. But like I said, I've been literally sleeping on the floor in front of Maxine the whole time, just making sure. And she's a very demanding queen. She's like one of those, like, you have to stay here because, you know, you just need to. Well, you know why you were busy queening? I was getting a pie. From what? I got a sea salt and caramel pie from uh, two of our working students, oh. Sydney and Jay. Well, yeah. See, and I'm up there working and you're out there eating. Oh, that pie was good. I'm, I'm Did you get you, any of it? I think I had like a lick of something. Yeah, I, but I noticed that you that you were in there digging in my pie. Yeah, well, I like literally as I go by, I would take like a swipe and then that's it because I've been literally not... Well, I've not know, been there. You know, the horses have been doing well, even with you not in the barn. Oh, my gosh. It's been horrible. And, you know, I feel like an absentee mother because, you know, for me, I'm on several to 15 some horses a day. Right. And now with this queening, is like zero. Right. I feel like off. Right. I'm totally off. My my. You talk about regulation. Oh, yeah. Your my, regulation's way. I know because you keep yelling at me. Oh, you probably deserve it, though. No, oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. I just deserve pie. Oh, my goodness. What was funny, though, was the other day was you walked outside and we have like this little area um, out in the front of the barn. Right. Where we've got our barbecue and a couple tables and a fire pit. And it's where the clients will hang out while they're waiting for their lessons or, you know, we'll sit there sometimes at night and have a small little fire and watch the stars and things like that. And well, Forever's window is right out right there where this area is at. So she could watch the bonfire. Right. And you walked over there and you hadn't been to the barn for a couple of days she and she called. saw you through the window and started screaming. Did you hear that? And she was calling and calling to me. Oh, she broke my heart. Well, that goes right along with uh, that article that you wrote and some of yes. the stuff you've done on the on the show does about your horse uh, does love your horse you? love you? Yeah. My horse loves me. <laughs> is it you or the mints? No, it's me. I think it's the mints. I think the mints add to me, but right. um, that mare is mine. That right. mare, that yeah. mare 150%. I, I, I would me. go along with that. I would yeah. go along with I that. I love that mare too. Oh my goodness, I love that. The mare. other things that have been happening around is since I've had some time to spend, do some work on the computer, I finally got our Instagram page up for Hoofbeats with Lori. There you go. Now I got to fill it. Yeah, you got to put <laughs> pictures on it. That's your job. My job was to get it up and running, and it's up and running. Okay, good. So we have followers too already. Really? On oh, Instagram? Yeah. yeah, we have Tony Steiner from Texas. Okay. He's following us, and uh, Morgan Kastner from yes. up in uh, Fargo area. She's really? following us now, along with a few other people. Oh, my goodness. So Those were the two that popped through yesterday. Oh, my. You know, okay, so it's crazy. Okay, so we haven't even started that yet. I know. You have no pictures on it yet, so you better get hopping. Oh, my gosh. What are you me... doing? You've been 
laying on the floor all this time I've doing just, nothing. I've been relaxing, getting yeah, you know, massages. Yeah, been relaxing, and you've been like Winnie the Pooh in the honey tree. Yeah, no, I've... I've you know, because i got those queening crates, and your head in there, and your rear end sticking out. Oh, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I'm just encouraging my Sphinx cats to uh, continue. So, was Hoofbeats with Lori is actually like... What is it? Sphinx cats are Lord. I know. This is I know, but at a... least this week, because that's what you've been involved in. We haven't done a lot with the horses this week. No, it's it's been it's been crazy, but it's okay. It's all right. right. It, it's looking... been a good week, and we're heading into fall, which means those dang little mosquitoes we'll are be going, going away. The the flies you know, it's a double edged sword because I, we still haven't got all the tomatoes off the tomato plants yet. So I want that first freeze to come to get rid of the mosquitoes, but that also means the tomatoes go away. You know what? This is horrible. It's, this is the conflict. Yeah, it's conflict. like the yin and the yang. Yeah, I know. You know. There's always a good and a bad to everything. Mm-hmm. But make sure that you're following us on Instagram. Yeah, we're and up there. make sure that you go to our Facebook page and like us there. Mm-hmm. And then also, if you're listening to this off of the direct link off of Facebook, you need to go to whatever app you're using to you know, listen iTunes to your podcast. Because we Google are on, on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify, Stitcher. Tune in, Google Podcasts, along with about a hundred other podcast platforms. So please subscribe. It's please free. Please subscribe. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. And then you'll get to notice, you'll get the notice of when a new uh, podcast well, pops up. When the new podcast come up, it'll go right to your phone or whatever you listen to it on and say, go mm-hmm. listen to Lori. Mm-hmm. She'll be there saying, happy Saturday Thanks. all over again. <laughs> Every Saturday. You know, so we'll do that. Well, you know, Lori, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about, we're going to bring back an old, old You'll feel right at home. <laughs> Thing that we used to do way back in the beginning on the radio show called Stump Lori. Oh my. We are going to bring back a six part section. Six parts, boy. Six you, parts. For the are... next six weeks, we are going to try and stump you with over 101 words that all equestrians should know. Oh my goodness. And we're going to see how many of those 101 words you know. I don't know about you anymore, Victor. You're kind of like. Oh, I've, I searched long and hard for this one. We're bringing back Stump Lori. Oh my goodness. And for every one that you get wrong, I get a pie. So I'm hoping for a lot of pie out of Maybe you might thin up on this one. You never know. You never know. Well, today we're going to be talking about horse anatomy and terminologies. Okay. And then we're on the next segment. We're going to be talking about what breed of horse to buy based on your personality. Oh, my. So for you, that would be a little short mean thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, funny man. Mr. Draft Horse. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. At Rich Leono Farms Training Center, we work with you and your horse to make what you want easy for your horse to understand and to help you achieve your riding goals. Our training methods are proven by our clients' successes. We don't do gimmicks. We build a solid foundation. Horse training and riding lessons are available and taught by a United States Equestrian Federation horse judge, clinician, and trainer. Visit us on the web at alwayshorses.com or call us at 218-557-8762 to schedule your horse training session or riding lesson at Rich Leono Farms today. When we change the way we look at things, things change. Introducing equine-assisted physical and psychotherapy available at Rich Liano Farms and partnered with licensed therapists Ashley Thompson and Danae Hagenson. Equine-assisted therapy is on the forefront of the most successful treatments used to improve all levels of mental well-being, including PTSD, autism, trauma, children and family conflict, as well as helping to relieve the day-to-day stress we all experience in our lives. So whether you're dealing with the loss of a loved one, a traumatic event, or just feeling stressed out, let us show you how a session with one of our therapy horses and licensed counselors can start you on your path to a relaxed and happier you. Most medical insurance is accepted. Contact 218-643-9330 
or visit alwayshorses.com to set up your appointment today. Welcome back to Hope Keep Brought to you this week by Healing Arts Chiropractic, Wapaton, North Dakota. We're rekindling America's love affair with the horse one Saturday at a time. I'm Lori Richliano, your host, along with my co-host and husband, Victor Richliano. If you enjoy all things equine, you've come to know this is the place to be. You know, Lori, this is a segment that I am looking so forward to doing. You just like to try to tease me and try to beat me. What is this? We are bringing back Stump Lori. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. This is going to be a six-part series. Boy, I mean, you're trying for six times. Six part. Well, I can't do it all in one show. That's too much for you to, to remember. I mean, you're getting older. That's true. So in this segment, we're going to have six segments. The first one is horse anatomy and terminology. You know what? And I'm going to hopefully have Danielle Miller. I hope you're listening to this. She's one of my students. She was taking last year, um, what was it? The, not the 4-H. The, uh, it was the FFA. An FFA, anatomy of a horse. F, yes, anatomy of the horse. And she was like, I don't know. I was like, really? And what happened? For a week after that, what did she get quizzed on? As soon that's as it, true. That's right, the entire time. Now, I came up with this idea. It's based on an article that was written by Carmela Abel. And it is a six-part series, what I've broken it down to. And in the world of horses, there are literally hundreds of words that you'll likely never hear anywhere else. Familiarizing yourself with common horse terminology can help propel your horseback riding career. So Carmela decided to compile some of the most commonly used horse-related words here. And we are going to quiz Lori to see how many of them she knows. Okay. So... On horse anatomy and terminology, the first is now. Remember, we're talking about anatomy. Oh, can I can I quiz you too? No, I no. I am the quiz master. Oh. I am the quiz master. Oh, we'll I I am the one that asks the questions. You are the one who answers them. Okay. All right. Now this is horse anatomy terminology. Okay. Okay. Now we want to know what the word barrel means. What part of the horse part are they talking the about horse. we're not talking about what we're going to be going around no we're not talking about the things you put the garbage in either we're talking <laughs> about the anatomy of the horse that's just the torso that's where we have the saddle saddle sits on the back and the barrel horse is around the barrel which is the round part the round part the round part like where you put you sitting on the back and your legs go down the sides your that's, sides, the barrel. that's the barrel of the horse okay well we'll give you that one okay you didn't say that it includes the rib cage Really? Yeah. So we'll give you three quarters of a point. Oh, please. Really? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Okay. You know what? Here's one for you. Where's no, 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 no. Come I am on. The, uh, no, no. I am the quiz master. I've got you're, one nope. for you. You're not allowed to ask the questions. Where's the chest? Nope. Uh-uh. Nope. 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 Already nope. Asked. Nope. Nope. You got to wait. our listeners that, know this? Wait. That might be here. I doubt it. You don't know. Okay. How the about next, ergot? Nope. Stop it. <laughs> Quit asking questions. Where's a Gaskin? Nope. The next question it's is... not what you put gas in. That would be the gas tank, the Gaskin tank. All right. The next one is the cannon. Okay. Cannon. Cannonball. Shin. Shin of the horse. Okay. Where is that located? Below the knee and above the fetlock. All right. Bum, bum. And what is That's a... That's also where the chestnut could be located at. <gasps> so you gave the answer away already. Yeah, because you know what? Stop. I didn't believe that you would come up with it. You never know. Now, the next one is Colt. Colt? Unaltered young horse. Usually, How old? Well, it's under three. Uh, and around the age, they're a colt considered until two, they're around the age three, of two to three. 
Oh, well, under four? Yes. Yeah, well, That's on. what it says. It's I'm actually at the, truly three. three when we're under. talking about confirmation, yeah. what are we talking about? What do you mean? About their confirmation? So what the about word the is, way, confirmation. About the way they're put together. It's about the way the horse's bone structure is put together. The way they're built. The way they're built. Okay, How's we'll that? give you that one. Which, na- which, okay, here it is. Here's my quiz for the day. No, you're How not How many allowed- national championships does my beautiful horse, national show horse, SR Forever Yours have? Nine. Good. <laughs> and you need to remember that. I do. All I right. love my mare. Now, the next word. Now, we're trying to get these words out and you're not playing correctly. I'm playing just fine. No. The next word is coronet. Coronet. Was, you know, okay, that would be the cornet band. The cornet band. And where is that? That's above the hoof. It's the soft area. That's where the hoof is starting to come from. That's where the hair meets the hoof. <sighs> You're just too good at this. I know. The crest. The crest. The crest of the... It's, it's in front of the wither. It's along the top of the neck. And the top of the... And what can it do? Well, that's... They're crusty. Is that where the mane grows from? Of course. But if they have no mane? Well, then they'd be called roached. Roached. The mane. See, there, I give you another one. We're not see, into here, the R's yet. We're still into the C's. Yeah, let's see if it's even in your list. Where is the croup? The croup is on the back. It's actually behind. All right, here it goes. There we go. It's behind the point. It's on top of the point of the hip, behind the, actually, the SI joint. How's that? It's on the top right You're before the tail. You're just too technical. It says the croup <laughs> is the rump of the horse. Oh, the croup well, goes from the tallest point of the horse's backside to the, the dock hip. of the tail. Point of the hip to the dock of the tail. And now here's another little bit of trivia. What are You're Arabian, not allowed what are Arabian to answer horses the questions. famous for? You're not allowed for flagging their tails. Well, no, but also with their croup. They for have being a relatively level. level croup. Now, there you go. Stick with this. You're not the questioner. You're the questioning. I'm gonna do a little dance here. Okay. No. Where, like now, this. since we mentioned it, what is the dock? The dock is the part of the tail. That's the base of the tail. That's where the, the start of the it. tail. Yeah, base of the. Oh, tail. here's a tough one for you. You'll never get this one. What's this one? What does equine mean? Horse. <laughs> it's the scientific name. Uh huh. So we'll give you a half a point for well, that. Well, then a part of the family are the Eohippus, Mesohippus. What are the... We have the whole... Oh, all the hippuses. The hippuses. Lots of hippuses. Lots of hippuses. That's what they say when you put on weight. You got lots of hippuses. Oh, my goodness. Where are the feathers? The feathers. I usually cut those off. Yes, but some horses you don't. Some no, breeds you do not. Like, for instance, on Frisians, we want to have feathers. They call it feathers. That's the long hair that grows on the back of the fetlock joint that goes down. And um, like Arabians, we like to have them trimmed off. Same thing with quarter horses. We'll trim them to make them look nice and neat. And also, if you have these horses with nice feathers, you need to make sure they're dry so that they don't get dampness in there, which could cause what? Scratches. Scratches, which is a bacterial infection. Look how much you're learning, Victor. I know, and I'm supposed to be asking you the questions. I know, you see that I'm bored with this. I know, I know. i got to come up with some harder words. Okay. This, The next one is fetlock. Fetlock, we've already talked about that. That's the ankle bone. That's above the pastern before the cannon bone. And what is a filly? A filly is my little girl. We call her filly. It's a little like What are they going to call it? Under, under the age of five, it's actually under four. It's four, three to five. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll give five you a half, we'll like, you a half a, a point on that we're doing one. A junior so far, horse I'm getting class. a half a pie. That'd be a junior horse class. So far, I'm getting a half a pie. Okay. And what is a foal? A foal is a young one at the side. Not even a year old, usually. Okay, and here's a tough one for you. What's that? The forehand. The forehand, that's the front. 
The front of what? Of the horse. The whole horse? No, the forehand is the front legs. The foreleg, forehand. Like when they say turn on the forehand, which means that you want to have the forehand solid and you have the hind end move around it. Oh, so they're turning on the front end. Mm-hmm. And now some horses are challenged with this. Really? But where is the forelock? Well, I, yes. The forelock is that little tuft of hair between their ears. And some have a little less, some have a little more. A lot of Appaloosas have a problem with that. Yeah. No are. no offense to our Appaloosa listeners. I love my Appaloosas. But yeah, oh, yeah. They, Miss they Vivian's are, doing well. I know. She's, she's doing, doing very yeah. well. But they are, they are uh, you know, forelock challenge. And what does it do? What does it help do? It'll probably keep the flies out of their eyes. And, and other debris. And debris. So that's like uh, little Fernando. You oh. can't even tell that he can see because you can't awesome. even see his eyeballs. Well, it's a wonderful fly mask. I know. It's great. It's Protects great. The eyes. And what is the frog? The frog is the fleshy um, point that is underneath the hoof when you pick it up. It actually is a second pump, which actually pumps the blood back up into the foot. God, you're too good. And a gelding? A gelding? That would be me. That would be you. <laughs> a castrated male horse. Oh, that just makes the, me hurt. Yes, but they're very nice. Okay, and what is a hand? A hand is four inches. That's a, that's a standard of measurement. Approximately four inches. Oh my goodness, really, Victor? Well, everybody's hand isn't four inches, and it comes from back in the days before they had tape measures. They would measure according to a male, human, adult hand. And that would be across the width of it, not the length. Correct. The width of the hand. Yes. And what are the haunches? The haunches is the hind end. Okay, and the hawk? The hawk is that it would be the back knee, if we want to say so. That's where they bend. Okay. And the hoof? We know where the hoof is. Where is it? That's on the ground. It's on the ground. Four on the floor. Four on the floor. And if you don't have four on the floor, make them go. You got some problems. Yeah, make them go. And I always tell my students when they're having problems, four on the floor. They're starting to have an issue, put four on the floor. That's right. Move them forward. Move them forward. Drive and them the forward. mane? The mane is what some horses are challenged with. It's It comes from the crest. From the crest. Yes, there you go. Is that toothpaste? Could be. Yes. Now, you are not pulling Mookie's mane. <laughs> See, no, no, me. no, no, no. Mookie she really says needs no. Her, she needs her mane pulled. And a mare? A mare is a female horse over the age of five. Okay, and a muzzle. A muzzle. That's where their little nose is. It's very cute and soft. It's soft and, and velvety. And we blow in Forever's nose. No, you do not blow in Forever's face. You know, actually, that's what they do. A lot of people will blow in a horse's nose, and they softly blow, blow, blow back. And that's kind of like a greeting. Don't do that to Forever. Why? What does she do? She puts her ears back, and she finds that very rude. And she bites you. She would try to bite you. And She's... they say that horses take on the personality of their owners. Exactly. Why would anyone blow in your face? I don't know, very but you're rude. very mean. Uh-huh, very rude. And the pastern? The pastern is what we have down also on the leg. That is between the the coronet band, which is on top of the hoof, and the fetlock. The pastern. And the point of the hip. Point of the hip. We already talked about that. That's if you just went, oop, there's the high point. That's below the croup. Right in front before the croup starts. Well, you know, you've just done too good on this. I am out of questions for this segment. I hope Danielle has been paying attention because, Danielle Miller, I'm going to be quizzing you next. <laughs> She's going to love that. I know she is. So do I still get the pie? No. I answered all your questions. You know, with some help. No. Yeah. Well, you know, Lori, with that, we're going to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, what breed of horse to buy based on your personality. A unicorn. No, for you, it's short, grumpy, and mean. That would be a little little pony. (laughs) Little pony. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
Birchwood Psychological Center offers holistic, personal, and innovative counseling. Birchwood Psychological Center is here to help you face challenging situations or to help you move your life in a new direction. Birchwood also offers animal-assisted therapy, which has proven to be a highly successful approach to youth counseling. Call Birchwood Psychological Center today at 643-9330, located at 115 5th Street North in Breckenridge, Minnesota. Birchwood Psychological Center, 643-9330. Minnesota Gun Class has trained thousands of students to be safe, competent permit-to-carry holders. In our classes, you will gain the knowledge and skill to keep you and your family physically and legally safe. You will learn how to develop a personal protection plan, handgun basics, how to select a handgun that's right for you, shooting fundamentals, the legal use of force, what to do legally after a violent encounter, and Minnesota carry law. For more information and to register, visit us at minnesota.gunclass.com. That's minnesota.gunclass.com. Welcome back to Healthy Savoy, brought to you by Healing Arts Chiropractic, Wapaton, North Dakota. We're rekindling America's love affair with a horse one Saturday at a time. I'm Lori Richliano, your host, along with my co-host and husband, Victor Richliano. If you enjoy all things equine, you've come to know this is most definitely the place to be. You know, Lori, you did pretty good on that last segment. Thank you. So if somebody has a terminal, a term that they want to quiz you on, they can email you where? Lori at hoofbeatswithlori.com. It's also where they can tell me where to go pick up my pie. Um, yeah. <laughs> sure. No, I think you always have a delivery service for that. That's true. That's, they just show up. It's wonderful. I'm surprised you are not more fluffy. I know. I know. That's because I don't get to eat at all. So, okay. But I work really hard. You do share your pie. I will give yes. you that. Now, this next segment, we're going to talk about what breed of horse to buy based on your personality. Boy, who wrote this? Well, this is based on an article from May of 2019. Oh, before the COVID. Right. It was written by Lindsay Rains, uh-huh. and it was written for... Lindsay ho- Rains. Was that R-E-I-N-S or... R-A-I-N-S. <laughs> no, not Rains like you hold the horse. Lindsay Rains. That's what she should have used. Yes, that would have been funny. And she writes for Horse and Foals, uh. which is an online uh, like blog type of thing. And okay. we're going to go ahead and put a link in our show notes to okay. Horse and Foals. They do have some neat articles in there if you want to go and read them okay now this is written and we're going to kind of just pick and choose out of this here what they're talking about is what breeds would be good for people based on their personalities Hmm. you know you want to become skilled enough to ride any horse there is no shame in admitting that some breeds suit you better than others okay and that's what this whole article is about if you're looking to purchase a horse you will have in your life for 10 or 20 years, choosing a breed that best suits your personality will pay off in the long run. I can see that, but you know, more than choosing a breed for the personality, I think one of the things, and I'm going to already start challenging it, you can see me kind of ruffling Well, it's not, they're not, now wait a minute, before you start throwing your challenges up there, they're mm-hmm. not saying that um, you're picking the horse based on the horse's personality. This is certain breeds to look at based on your personality. Well, I think a lot of our personality, though, is what we'd like to do, which would come down to the fact of, let's just say, I barrel race. Right. If I'm barrel racing, I'm probably not going to choose a Shetland. Well, no, she's, and she talks about this in here. Okay. Before we explore rider personalities and horse breeds, there are a couple things that you should also contemplate when looking for a horse. First and foremost, you want to consider any horse's maturity. That includes both their age and their training. The second thing to remember alongside breeding is the sex, stallion, mare, or gelding. Stallions are not typically a viable option for daily riding because of their extremely 
autonomous. Mares are often highly affectionate, <laughs> but subject to more mood swings, like highly your wife. affectionate. Uh, whereas geldings remain more steady. Finally, <laughs> you will want to consider your lifestyle when choosing a horse breed. Each of the following breeds are better suited for certain competitions. Furthermore, warm-blooded horses like thoroughbreds and hot-blooded horses like Arabians do best being ridden at least once per week, whereas quarter horses and pain horses can be in the pasture for a week or two and still be well-mannered rides. Now, they call them hot-blooded. Arabians, we consider warm blood, more of a warm blood horse. I would say... Uh, I, yeah, that's because you haven't ridden forever lately. That's true. She might be a little hotter than normal. She's half Arabian, so the saddlebred is a little bit more. And you also want to take a look at the size and stuff like that. I mean, you don't want to overmount yourself or undermount yourself. I think a lot of it, though, has to do with what do you want to do with your Correct. horse. Correct. And that's what they're saying. That goes into it, okay. too. But we're just going to talk about strictly the personality right now. Some of the personalities. Right. Or typical personalities that they're saying. Out now, there. what they're saying is that if you are... You understand my hackles are getting up on this, I know, right? I know. If you are a gentle and apprehensive rider, sometimes considered timid, this riding personality just prefers to ride without stress of a spooky or sensitive horse. The Get the oldest horse you can, can find. find. One foot in the grave, no, and no. that is the best pony for you. They're saying that the gentle and apprehensive rider does not likely to be overly corrective or to manage their horse's big emotions. So you want more of a deadhead. Well, or old, like I said. Old. Or old. Been there, done that, seen that, and is just kind of like, you know, let's just cruise. You know, they're talking about, for that type of a personality, you want to take a look at quarter horses, paint horses, Appaloosas, Morgan horses, and mature warm blood horses. I love it. Mature warm bloods. As in old. Yeah. Yes. You <laughs> want to make sure. And again, you have to take a look at all the different training and stuff like that. I think a lot of it, it comes down to individual. People, they'll generalize going, okay, for instance, I laugh. Everyone knows I laugh. I love Ted dearly. He's my barrel horse. Right. Ted's a little um, reactive. Yes. We call it reactive. Yes. And so when I'm on him and he's kind of reactive, my, my quote and people laugh, I go, get a quarter horse. They said they're quiet. Get a quarter horse. They're a family horse. And he's yes. bugging off the side. So the point that Lori's trying to make in a kind of a roundabout <laughs> way is that you can't judge the horse strictly by its breed. Right. And then you've got, um, my goodness, and then you've got forever. Who, she's a half Arab, and she's like, yeah, whatever, and we'll yeah, just nothing do whatever. But, but nothing she's half it. Arab, half saddlebred, mm -hmm. and you're going to find out later that those are both considered reactive horses. And she is not. And she's not. Maya is the same way. She's half Arab, half saddlebred, mm -hmm. and she just doesn't care. Right. And it's So it's. I really think it has a lot to do with the personality, the individual horse's personality, how they were trained, and, you know, and also it has to do with you, what type of vibe you're giving off. Well, they're also saying then if you're a more uh, ambitious or obstinate rider, obstinate. that would be Lori, <laughs> that you should take a look at Arabians, Mustangs, Saddlebreds, Thoroughbreds, and Warmbloods. Check off every single one of those I think I've had. <laughs> Actually, I have. <laughs> yes, and they're all fun to ride. Yes, I think I own most of them as well. Yeah, you need to see which one you click with. Now, these horses, these breeds can be a little bit more challenging. They tend to be a little bit more reactive. I think the thing, like, people... I think they're actually smarter. I don't know that they're smarter as they're more alert. 
Oh, yeah, they're like, you know, Danger Will Robinson. Yeah, Danger. it's like, you know, uh, Libby, who's a purebred Arab. Oh, yeah, there, is... there you go. There's Libby. Okay, for instance, that's an Arabian, and she is quieter than Ted, you right. know? And that's a big thing. And she does really, really well. Mm-hmm. You know, she does She does not have a problem with being spooky about anything. Mm-hmm. You know, so she does really, really well. But they also, she's also the first one when something changes to pop her head up and look at it. Right. So it depends what your reaction is going to be. And I think that's where they're correct, is that a, a, a rider who's more apprehensive, when the horse pops its head up, instead of going, ah, that's nothing, ignore it, horse, and making the horse ignore it, they go, oh my God, what the horse see? Then the horse goes, oh my God, what the rider see? And right. then the rider goes, oh my God, what the horse see? And it goes back and forth and back and forth, and the tension level just raises. Right. And it causes more problems. Now, the next group that they were talking about in this article was the confident connoisseur rider. Okay. That would be you. Oh, I remember this. Remember when I was riding in Scottsdale that one year? One of our... Okay, I was in Scottsdale. We were doing photo shoots. And we were staying at a farm. One of the ladies who rode her horse every year, her horse is out there. She had him boarded. And she had one who was an Arabian. And she's spooky, and she said she was coming off the trails, and she was bouncing, and she was going left right. And she said, Lori, would you ride her? I said, sure. Um, I needed a horse to ride out there. So right. she rode her other one, and I rode this one. And she was so quiet when I rode her. Right. And then when the lady got back on, she goes, she's not fun anymore. I go, what do you mean she's not fun anymore? She drops her head. She's quiet. She goes forward. So, She's not reactive. She's not right. looking. She at... wanted her to take off running. I'm like, really? I thought you wanted her trained. Now she's quiet because you know when I get on a horse, that that is that is actually a, a truism. The horses are going to take on your personality. When I get right. on a horse, I like when I trail ride. I like to just relax and trail right. ride. I just like to sit down and quiet. I don't get on a trail ride. And go, let's go running. That is not my idea of fun. I run. I run at the barrels. I work in the arena, and when I go on a trail, I want to relax. And so well, my horses you know, it, need it, to drop their heads You're, and you're correct, because I've, I've conducted tests in our barn. Yeah. And it's like, I have Mookie. Yeah. And Mookie's basically green broke. Mm-hmm. Um, she's had people on her back, and we lead them around and stuff like that. And, and I've ridden her a couple times right, on the saddle. Not a lot. Mm-hmm. She's got very minimal training. Oh, yeah. And I will take riders that are nervous riders, that are scared of horses, and I'll bring out Mookie because Mookie's very personable. Right. Mookie likes to rub on you. She likes to tell you that life's okay. Her name and this... her name fits her. Mookie. Right. That's, that's her. And she's big. Yeah. She's over 1,500 pounds. She's this gigantic rock of a she's horse. She's a Cremello, which is right. so she's cream color. Right. She's about 16 With hands high and she's about 1,500 pounds. Yeah. And I'll put people on her back mm-hmm. and hand them the reins and say, she'll do nothing to hurt you. Just if you want to go to the left, pull the left rein. If you want to go to the right, pull the right rein. And if you want to stop, pull both reins. And that's all you got to do. And if you want her to walk, ask her to walk. Mm -hmm. And they do that. And they go, oh, this is the best horse I've ever ridden. She's so well trained. And I look at them and say, she's not broke yet. (laughs) And they look at me like I'm nuts. And I'm not lying to them. She's not what I would consider a broke, steady, trained horse. No, not at all. But... They get on her and they believe that she's going to do what they want. So that, they do. And that's the truth. We see that every single time with riders. If you've got a very anxious rider, they can create anxious horses. Oh, yeah. Instantly. Yeah. Instantly. So what they're talking about, too, is the confident connoisseur rider. They're recommending Arabians, Warmbloods, Andalusians, Andalusians. Thoroughbreds, mm-hmm. Saddlebreds, and Morgans. Interesting. 
So you can see some of this kind of goes back and forth across. Mm -hmm. They're just kind of giving you a general thing. Then the outgoing or easygoing rider. This riding personality is the ultimate trail companion. Show buddy or barn friend. They are <laughs> criticized by their passion for living in the moment. These riders will prefer a hassle-free ride, which they expect from their horses at all times. So you're saying they want a four-wheeler. Right. But it's, you know, outgoing and easy rider. They're recommending thoroughbreds. Really? Tennessee walking horses, quarter horses, <laughs> paint horses, Morgans, Appaloosas, or even a Mustang. Why don't they say draft? I don't know. You know, they should say draft. Drafts are awesome. Or a uh, Gypsy Vanner. Oh my goodness, I yes. rode one of those once and trying to get awesome. those things to trot is impossible. Well, yeah, they're, they're meant for driving, honestly. Right. You know, so they're a driving horse. But no, I mean, there's so many others that I find are very... I mean, general, generally, a little bit more. But Gypsy Vanners are really cool. They're nice trail horses. Very nice trail the horses. The thing is, is that there really is no wrong breed for what you want to do. Unless you want to run barrels, you don't want to buy a Mini. No, don't do that. Unless you're a little tiny kid. Correct. Because I saw a little tiny kid running barrels on a Mini, and it was the cutest thing I ever saw. It is adorable. It is adorable. You know, but if you're six feet tall, you don't want to be riding Fernando, who's, no. you know, barely comes up to my knees. No. It's, I think it honestly comes down to their stereotypes and I get a right. little I get a little offended by some people with the stereotypes oh those crazy Arabians oh those psycho um, Appaloosas um, yeah, well, but I'll, I, I'll give you a prime example uh -huh. and I'm gonna talk about Danielle okay Danielle uh, Deb just well, acquired... we're really picking on Danielle today I aren't know. we I know it's her day in the barrel okay and that's because Jessica said we're not supposed to mention oh I'm sorry I mentioned her name oh Jessica Miller yeah Jessica Miller we're not there supposed to mention her name don't on the mention, show don't mention she said she Jessica. likes the show but we can't mention her name okay. so we're not going to say Jessica Miller don't ever say Jessica we're not going to mention her no, name no we won't so don't say Jessica no definitely won't all right her sister Danielle <laughs> <laughs> that's Jessica Miller's yes. sister Danielle Jessica Miller's sister Danielle <laughs> um, they have uh, Deb just acquired uh, Medici. Right. who's an Arab and we know this horse we've known him since the day he was born right we did and he's a very nice horse he's got so he's much tall. training in him yeah a lot of he training. has got tons and tons and tons of western training and whenever Danielle takes him over to the local arena to ride him mm -hmm. she has a bad ride oh yeah because she gets nervous mm -hmm. and she worries about things and everything that's going on and all the anxiety that's in her body Trans starts transferring yes. to him. And then you have people around there that, you know, and, and I have nothing against the people over there, but they are staunch quarter horse people. Well, and, you know, I think a lot of people who own Arabians can identify with that. They're like, hey, leave our Arabians alone. Right. And it's kind of like, you know, the difference between, and we're not going to get political on the show, between Democrats and Republicans. Oh, goodness. They're on, don't. each is on either side of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with Arabs and quarter horses. Quarter horse lovers hate, don't, I'm going to say hate, but they're, they're not fond of Arabs. And Arab people are not fond of boring quarter horses. And see, oh, boring. I mean, and that's why I laugh. Ted. Right, because Ted is yeah. not boring. Oh, my goodness. No, yeah. he's not. Get a quarter horse, they said. They'll be calm, they said. Right. And uh, he's, Ted is, you know, very reactive. Oh, yeah. But, so anyway, she'll be all nervous. Well, then she comes over here, mm -hmm. and she rides him at our place, knowing that we're there. Yes. And support we're going to instruct system. her and support her. And there's nobody around talking about, well, that horse just needs to be lunged. Da, 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 da. No one's talking bad about the horse. She's not trying to put on an impression because right. she doesn't want the horse that she loves looking bad. No. 
So it puts a lot of pressure on it. And uh, she has beautiful rides here. Absolutely. So we just need to work on her. It's not the horse. See, and I think that comes down to it a lot. Uh, like, really a lot. That you have to realize your horse, what they say, is a mirror of you. Right. So show me your horse, and I'll tell you all about you. Right. And Danielle wants to make a good impression when she's in public. Kind of like Medici. So it makes her a little nervous. So don't get caught into just one breed of horse. Take hey, a look I've got at a nine-time national champion. What does that do? I know. Just take a, <laughs> take a look at everybody said she would never be a riding horse, but she's not afraid of anything on no, the trail. I know. She's she a goes halter through horse. anything, and she's a halter horse. Right. You know, so don't judge a book by its cover. Same with horses, and I'm going to give you the same advice with people. Don't yes. lump everybody into one group. Look at them as individuals. individuals. Examine each horse, each breed. Make sure it's what you like. Get something that's aesthetically pleasing. You are going to be shoveling its poop for years. Like its personality. At the end of the day, guess what? You own it. That's right. It's all yours. So with that, Lori, we're going to take one more break. and When we come back, we're going to wrap the show up. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Clothing alterations and more for the equestrian. Make an off-the-rack or average show jacket extraordinary with custom alterations to your exact size. Custom tailor your show outfit and look your best in the show ring. Western, hunter, showmanship, and more, all carefully altered to your correct measurements. Look the part of a champion in the ring with Carol's alterations at Country Cottage Crafts, 218-557-9224, or check them out on Facebook, Country Cottage Crafts in Kent, Minnesota. Since 1946, C. Jarvis Insurance has proven to be a vanguard in fulfilling the modern horseman's insurance needs. Four generations strong, offering coverage for equine mortality, farm and ranch, personal accident, and more. For 70 years, the C. Jarvis Insurance Agency has been setting benchmarks for service provided with honor and professionalism. Contact Terry Ann Boggs at 952-210-1535 or TAB at Jarvis Insurance. Have you ever dreamt of riding a horse? Or do you own a horse and dream of better ride? At Richliano Farms Training Center, we can make your equine dreams come true. Our training methods are proven by our clients' success in England, Western, gaming, and riding down the trail. We don't do gimmicks. We build a solid foundation that lasts. Horse training and riding lessons for all levels are available, including therapeutic riding. Visit us on the web at alwayshorses.com or call us at 218-557-8762 to schedule your horse training or riding lesson at Richliano Farms today. Healing Arts Chiropractic, Wapaton, North Dakota. We're rekindling America's love affair with the horse one Saturday at a time. I'm Lori Richliano, your host, along with my co-host and husband, Victor Richliano. If you enjoy all things equine, you know this is most definitely the place to be. You know, Lori, that was a fun show. Absolutely. I mean, and but we have so much to cover in this wrap-up. I love it. You would think, you know, everybody's complaining that there's nothing to do. We have a lot of stuff there's coming up. There's a lot of stuff to do during the pandemic. A lot of stuff coming up, and we're going to have to go over a lot of it. Okay, let's go. So are you ready? Ready, let's go. We're ready to rock. Now, the first thing that we want to talk about is we don't want to forget about Hoofbeats for Healing. Because during this time right now, we're a little bit short on what we can do for fundraising. Yes. And Hoopies for Healing is still out there. And in this pandemic, it's very much needed. Uh, we have a lot of deregulation with kids, adults, everything. And a lot of those people can't afford the therapy with the horses. And that's what Hoopies with Healing does. It's a nonprofit. It's a nonprofit, a 501c3. And what they do is if you can't afford 
to cover all of the expenses dealing with equine assisted therapy, either physical or psychotherapy. That's when they step in. You can in. apply and they'll step in and help cover those costs. Well, they can only do that if they have the funds to do so. So make sure that you're keeping track of that. You can go and check out Hoofbeats for Healing's webpage at www.hoofbeatsforhealing.org and read a little bit about it there. And, and on there, there's a couple things that you can do just by just doing. Right. Take a look at one of our pages there. We have Amazon, right. which means that if you click through the Amazon, you know, it's the smiles, smilesamazon.com, you can choose your your uh, your nonprofit. Right, and, and so it doesn't please, affect the price no, it on doesn't, your product. No, but we it's get... It's a donation from Amazon. So correct. when you're shopping on Amazon, you go to Amazon Smiles, and then it'll tell you to pick the organization, and you would put in Hoofbeats for healing. healing. And then a percentage of everything you buy on Amazon gets donated back to Hoofbeats for Healing. That's awesome. And uh, so we it's see a great way to do it. It doesn't affect you. It doesn't right. affect your prices. Everything stays the same. But Hoofbeats for Healing gets a little bit, which helps our uh, group. Now, the other thing you can do on the webpage for Hoofbeats for mm -hmm. Healing is there is a button on there where you can sponsor an equine therapy horse. Oh, you know, they. I tell you, during this time, our equine therapy horses would love it. And it can be anything from sponsoring an extra package of treats all mm -hmm. the way through taking care of their care for one month. Farrier so work. Their far you can do one farrier visit if mm -hmm. you want. And it's just, it's a great way to give back to the horses that are giving back to the community. Or a chiropractic appointment for the horse. Right. And if you want to just donate for uh, clients, for patients, or for the horses or whatever, you can go directly to the PayPal link, which is www.paypal.me, M-E, slash hoofbeats for healing and you can go ahead and donate any amount of money you want there no matter how small or how large and you can make a note on that when you do donate and say hey i would like to, to go with this or just to the general right and you can do that that way and make sure that you're following hoofbeats for healing they now have an instagram page too mm. which is going to be your responsibility to put pictures up oh my goodness victor so this is like there. a lot i know so go there and like us on instagram like them on facebook and uh, make sure that you follow everything and Boy, donate. Boy, you're making you me can. really work. I know, I know. We got to keep you working. And then the other thing too is Richland Farms. Um, you can go to their website, which is www.richlianofarms.com. Or www.alwayshorses.com. See, I made it easy because of the last name. There's a lot so of many vowels. Can't spell Richliano. There's a lot of vowels in that. Now, at Richliano Farms, we are accepting some applications for some of the positions here. Now, uh, one of the applications would be for a working student. And what our working students are is it's a tough job because you are cleaning horse stalls. That's your main job. And you'll usually work with another person. And there's about 20, 26 stalls to clean. And you'll do those. Depending on how many horses Lori has at that time. That's true. It can go up or down. It usually goes up and not down. <laughs> but anyways, you will clean the horse stalls. And in exchange for cleaning the horse stalls, you'll get riding lessons. Mm -hmm. So it's a good way for people that, can't, that want to take riding lessons but can't afford them. And depending how much you work and how much you do, you can either go straight across for riding lessons or you can get a portion of a riding lesson paid for, which cuts the cost of the riding lessons down. All I know is that's what I did when I was in high school. Right. Is I was a working student, and I, I there's no way I could have afforded my and training. And the neatest thing about our working students that I've noticed is it's not just 
clean stalls and get a lesson. No. I've also noticed like when you're working horses that aren't necessarily in the lesson program like Ted mm -hmm. or Forever, mm -hmm. or they may not be there for more advanced riders, the working students get an opportunity to work with those horses and to cool them down and work with you, especially if they become attached to one. That'll become a project for one of our working students. And like That's, right now, yeah. Jessica Miller, mm -hmm. who we're not supposed to mention, so we're not going to mention Jessica Miller's name, Jessica <laughs> Miller. Um, she was assigned. You know she's going to kill you. Right? Oh, I know. I know. I'm going to have to run hard and get away from her. But the uh, she was assigned Aspen and did a great job with her. And Aspen is done now and ready to go into our program. It doesn't mean she doesn't work with her anymore. She does. No, I've had her. I had. I, what that's what we like to do is we like to assign a horse. Right. To a, to a groom, to a working student, because that way they're focusing their attention on that horse. Right. It makes and a so big difference. She's now been assigned to uh, Tony, Correct. which is a new an Arab that needs basically miles on her. Yes. And she's going to start working with her. The other thing is we're accepting applications for equine specialist interns. Now, our interns, what they are is a volunteer position for approximately six months where you work with another equine specialist, myself or Lori, and a counselor learning how to be an advocate for the horse during counseling sessions. And once you've hit that time where you know what you're doing, that actually transmits into a paying job, a very good paying job. But the first six months, it's a volunteer intern program. And it's, it's very important with that because what we're doing is we're teaching you to become behavioralists. Right. You are, you're kind of learning about how to train a horse, but you're really learning its behavior. And through that behavior, you're going to learn to, is the horse feeling something good, bad, whatever? Also, what's nice is it's going to teach you to read people a little bit better, too. Right. And even though it starts out as a volunteer position for the first few months, it does work into a paid position. And talking about volunteers, remember that we're always looking for volunteers at Richland Farms. And it could be anything from somebody who comes out on a regular weekly basis to somebody who wants to come out once a month to somebody who comes out a couple times a year. And you'll help with cleaning, grooming, maintenance, yard work, whatever needs to be done around here. So if you're looking for a way just to get out into the country, if you live in the cities or whatever, and you want to get out and get your hands dirty, give us a call and let us know that you're interested in doing that. We've had families that do that. Oh, yeah. They come out for the day. They and come they, out for the day. They, they you know, are cutting lawn. They're, they'll they're work playing in the garden. The they'll play with the horses. It's a lot of fun to do. And we usually have a barbecue at the end. And it, it's a lot of fun as long as the weather is good. And we do that all year round. And if you're interested in applying for or volunteering for any of these positions, they can email you where? Lori at hoofbeatswithlori.com. Or they can email me at victor at richlianofarms.com and tell us a little bit about yourself and we'll set up a time for you to come out for a farm tour. Now, some upcoming events. Since we can't do a lot of fundraising in person, there are some great events that are coming up. One of them that's coming up that's a fundraiser for Hoofbeats for Healing is a virtual trail ride. And that's being held between October 12th and October 25th. And the cost is $35. And that's a donation to Hoofbeats for Healing. Okay, now a virtual trail ride. So are we just like imagining this? No, 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 no. <laughs> In these times of social distancing, what we're doing is you are picking a date and a time. And people that you are associated closely with, if you want, or just yourself, you'll go out, you'll get on your horse, and you'll go for a trail ride. 
You will uh, take pictures of this trail ride, maybe send a, a little description of what you're done there. The $35 is a donation to Hoofbeats for Healing, which is a 501c3, so it'll help us operate. You'll also get a swag bag for that $35. Love swag bags. And we're still putting those together, and we'll have some more details on those as they come. I'm in the process of trying to negotiate a good enough price on some nice little pins that will say that you participated in this, along with some other items that we're looking at and going to be sending you out, or you can pick them up at our farm or, Love the swag. or at uh, um, Birchwood Psychological Center in Breckenridge. And now the other neat thing about that is that when you send those pictures back to us and they can email you those where? Lori at... Lori at hoofbeesatlori.com. Yeah, you got so many emails now. You almost forgot that one. I know, one. because I've got, well, this one. I've and got, that one. Yeah. And we're going to take those pictures, and that will give you something to put on our Instagram site. There you go. And it'll also go on our Facebook page, and you'll get mentioned on there that you participated in our virtual trail ride. It's actually really kind of a cool thing to be able to do. And now there'll be a link on how to sign up on this in the show notes. You can also find it by going to Hoofbeats on Facebook. Yeah, Hoofbeats with Lori on Facebook on the, right now. It's there. Right. And it's also on Hoofbeats for Healing on mm -hmm. Facebook. So it's a couple places there. And there'll also be a link in the show notes at the end of this um, podcast. Now, the other thing that's coming up it will be in October also. And you are perfectly suited for this. It's called Witches in the Barn. Hmm. I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> Witches in the Barn is October 24th. We're a product of our environment. At 1 p.m. And it's a the cost is, you'll be making a sign, a nice yes. wooden These sign. These are They're really beautiful. cool signs. These are like the type that you pay like major money for right. at the gift stores. These are awesome and signs. And the price of this event is based on the size of your sign. So an 11 by 24 sign will cost you $45 to complete. And then a large 11 by 48 sign will be $55. And the entire class, the entire event is geared around women only. Yes. And it's empowering women. They're going to have discussions on empowering women. Get and, it? Which is in the barn. Yes. And empowering women and a women's wellness discussion. And with that, we're going to have Healing Arts Chiropractic will be there. Mm -hmm. And they will be giving a free chiropractic health evaluation. That's awesome. I know and, I'm going to be giving a talk about Be the Mayor. Correct. And then they will have light snacks. Those will also be provided. Light snacks. It's for women only and it's for women 14 and up. Now I'm going to, I know we're going to get calls that people are wondering, well, I've got my daughter or my granddaughter that's 12 or mm -hmm. 13, that type of thing. If it is a mature young lady, just contact, send Lori an email where? Lori at hoofpizzalori.com. And they will make the decision from there. But we do want to keep it as an older group because it's going to be geared towards women's empowerment and women's health. And it's not geared towards young girls. So no. we want to keep them 14 and up. But it is a mature, woman's only. If they're mature. And there are link, there'll be links in the show notes. And also on the Hoofbeats for Healing Facebook page and the Hoofbeats with Lori Facebook page. And you have Lori's email address, again, which is... Lori at HoofbeatsWithLori.com Or you can email Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y at HoofbeatsForHealing.org or call 701-429-0320. Now, the next thing that's going to be happening, and this is going to start... At the, end of no at the end of November and run to just before Christmas, is we are going to be doing an online auction. And this is exciting, really exciting. I mean, we've already started to collect items for this. We've got some beautiful prints, original mm -hmm. prints, that are going to be going. 
and we're looking for items to be donated for our online auction. It's scheduled to start at the end of November and will end in plenty of time for you to get your winnings for Christmas gifts. Ooh, that's good. And this is because due to COVID-19, we will not be doing the Gobble Till You Wobble event this I year. I know, that's really sad. We tried and we looked at it and we just can't figure out. Our biggest concern is keeping all of our riders, all of our clients, and all of our fans and our public safe and healthy. And we cannot figure out how to put on a big dinner where we had hundreds of people there last year. Yes. And trying to figure out how social to do distance. that and how keep social distancing. That? We can't find a place big enough to hold it that we can afford to do it. So we are going to cancel the Gobble Till You Wobble this year, but we didn't want to lose out on the auction. So the auction is going to be online. If you have an item to donate, they can email you where? Lori at hoofbeatsauthority.com. Or you can email me at victor at hoofbeatsforhealing.org. And we will make arrangements to pick up the item or you can drop it off at the farm or at uh, we have a location in Grand Forks that and you can drop Birchwood. it off. And also at Birchwood Psychological in Breckenridge. in Breckenridge, Minnesota. You can drop the items off there. Now, we also, boy, this is a lot of stuff. I am like really looking at this stuff. I know, but we're getting there. We're almost to the end. Okay. So we also want to remind any groups, clubs, or events that if you have an event coming up that you want us to talk about on the show, something that you want to you get some extra yeah, exactly. promotion, do you, do you have a show have that's a show actually going yes. and you want to make sure that people get there and you want to talk about the social distancing or however you're arranging that, they can send those events to you where? Lori at HoofbeatsWithLori.com. And we want to remind everybody to make sure that you follow Hoofbeats with Lori on Instagram. I can't and wait to get on there. There's going to be links to that also on the uh, on the show notes. So you can go straight to the Instagram uh, site and check out those things. Also, we want to remind everybody that our new format is strictly a podcast. That's what you're listening to now. And our podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, along with approximately a hundred other platforms and please please be sure to subscribe hit that subscribe button it and, is no cost and go on there and subscribe and you'll know when the show is coming up if you're interested in sponsoring a show oh yeah we love uh, that we have uh you can sponsor the entire show like this entire show has been sponsored by uh healing arts chiropractic dr garrett schwinghammer at 709 dakota avenue suite b in wapaton north dakota and you can reach them at 701-591-2727. And we'll have a link to their webpage and also all of this information in the show notes, along with a link to the webpage for their Fargo location and how to get a hold of them if you're up north of us a little bit. And now if you want to sponsor, you can sponsor the whole show or you can sponsor just a segment. And we'll be happy to do that. And if they're interested in doing that, they can email you where? Lori at hoofbeatswithlori.com. Or you could give me a call at 612-328-1639. And I can talk to you about how we do that. And with that, Lori, the show is wrapped up. Oh, my goodness. That was a lot. That was a lot. So you know what? I'm out of here. Happy trails. <laughs>